You're listening to the regular podcast from Pete the Vet's blog. This was first broadcast on East Coast FM. Good morning, Declan. Good morning to you, talking over uh, the Wi-Fi or whatever. Uh, Bray Vet is the place where Pete is from, and thanks for coming in to us this morning. Um, we saved you the journey to West Wicklow, but uh, nice to have you on the line. Good to talk now, to you. Um, a lot around this time there's various things like sponsored walks uh, and people say oh I'll bring the uh, pet along as well and maybe there's even sponsored walks for pets what, what's the, the situation there do, do vets approve of that sort of activity or not? I think it's great I think that um, it's always good for people to get out in, in the open air and for people to get out with their pets is even better again. I think it's important though that people only do it if they know their pet's going to be okay with it and what that means is you have to be sure that your dog is a social kind of animal. There are some dogs you see that aren't used to proximity to lots of other people and even other dogs and so on and they get quite upset and that can mean that they're anxious and that anxiety can then result in them being aggressive um, and that then you end up then with dog fights on sponsored walks and you really don't want that so you have to choose your pet carefully and only go on only take them along on walks if you're sure that they're going to be easy with it right um generally taking dogs for a walk you know the way they're so curious and they want to sniff everything and they want to sniff every tree and every branch and then they want to engage with other dogs and then people walk up the road they want to sniff them which way should we control our dogs? Or um, is this just the natural thing that dogs are? That that is what dogs tend to do naturally. But what I would be saying is that you you have to respect other people, and you have to remember that not everybody likes dogs. So you know. Just because you don't mind if another dog comes up to you and sniffs your hand and maybe even gives you a wee lick or something, just because you don't mind that doesn't mean that other people don't mind it. So you should assume you should assume that somebody doesn't want a dog to be near them and only if they come up to you should you um, let your dog sniff them or whatever. And the other thing I'd say is that if you like dogs, don't just go up to a dog and try to pet it because some dogs don't like that and they may be aggressive. I saw recently a, quite a clever idea of giving dogs um, traffic light coded collars. So a green collar would mean that um, this dog is okay to approach and he'll be friendly. An amber collar is be a bit careful because sometimes he's a bit nervous and a red collar dog is one that you don't go near because they're likely to take your hand off. Right. Okay. Um, that's uh, assuming, though, that the people who would be walking along the street would actually know that code as well as the <laughs> of the dog. <laughs> yes, it's just, it's an idea somebody's had, and I think it's, it's a quite a long way from becoming reality. Yeah, so um, should you bring out the dog uh, depending on the weather? I mean, uh, the dog, does it need uh, to be wet in the rain, or does it need the, the walk more and the exercise more, or do they mind? It very much depends on the dog, but I think, if, like I say, if you're, t if you're thinking of taking a dog along to a sponsored walk, you should first of all be sure your pet is social, so it likes other dogs and likes being near people. And once it is, you then need to plan in advance for how things will go. And what that means is make sure you have a, a decent lead and collar, and make sure that you bring some sort of water for your pet. You can now get very handy um, collapsible drink bowls. And so what the idea would be, you take a little bottle of water, and you take a collapsible drink bowl, then halfway through the walk, you 
unfold the bowl, open the bottle of water and give your dog a drink. Dogs overheat very easily, as we said before, and they lose heat by panting, and panting uses up a lot of water. So, although you may think, well, I don't need a drink because I'm not very thirsty, your dog is likely to be thirsty and will need a drink. And one of the common reasons of overheating and heat stress in dogs is not enough water. So, even if it's not a particularly hot day, you should still make sure that you have water handy for your dog if you take them along on a walk with you. Very good. Okay, so that's the advice on that. Well done, Pete. Um, look after the old dogs. Is there one coming up in Wicklow very soon? There's... I'm not sure what exactly is coming up. Every weekend, it seems there's something going on. And so I... I, I I'm, I'm not sure myself, but I'm sure um, somebody else will be able to text in or phone in and tell you what's happening on that front. But um, there's, there's definitely loads of sponsored walks and other events through the summer, and I'm sure dogs are welcome to many of them. Hey, good to talk to you then, Pete. Thank you very much indeed. Uh, and we'll see you back in uh, location next week. That's Pete Weatherburn, our vet. And you can uh, hear this broadcast again and indeed, uh, check in with Pete on petethevet.com.